Got to believe, Kim, like we needed to believe in the Redbacks. Well, we, we needed to believe in them for a long time, Roach. It hadn't bloody helped, but uh, hopefully this year it will be different. A man that played for them for a long time. He's the, he's the I've been everywhere man. Played for the Dutch as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. Played for the Netherlands. I uh, wonder what cap he had on last night. Let's find out as we <laughs> head to Adelaide Oval. Tommy Cooper. Hello, Tom. <laughs> Hello, guys. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Thanks for doing this for us, Tommy. We'll talk about last night's game shortly, but can you bring us up to date what's happening between WA and South Australia in the Shield game? Yeah, well, it's quite evenly poised at the moment. South Australia just picked up a couple of wickets after the break and just had a big shout. They probably should have had another one by the looks of things. Mm. Um, but it's yeah, 5 for 185. It's very even here. They've um, fought their way back into the game nicely after losing the toss and the Western Australians getting off to a really positive start. And where's Agar having a bit of a day out? Well, he certainly is. He sort of he's, was, he bowled unrewarded last game against New South Wales, but he's been the pick of the bowlers um, here today and four for 34 at the moment off his 18 and a bit overs, so um, he'll be eyeing off a five for here on day one. So what's a good result for South Australia and likewise WA uh, as it sits now at five for 184? Well, it's hard to tell. But if you go by um, by the game last week where the batting got harder as the mm. game went on, then anything around that sort of 300 mark would be probably pretty pretty around par for Western Australia and anything under that. I think if it looks looks like batting's been a little bit easier today than it was during the Mm. week last week. Obviously, the sun's out, which makes a difference. But if they can get around 300, I reckon they'll be in the game. If we can um, knock them over for anything under that, hopefully we can go out and bat well and um, Mm. put them under a little bit of pressure with the first innings lead. So, Tom, your point there about batting easier this time around, it wasn't a game against New South Wales. Each one of those New South, sorry, Western Australian batsmen has a start. Who was the most dangerous and what's yep. the best wicket that's been taken today? Well, Bancroft probably, like he's a man in form, yep. coming off 122 and then 91. So he was batting beautifully for his 57, and so that was probably the, the big wicket because he's, I guess, the glue that holds this... Uh, order together um, but yeah like I said, they've all got starts and they've all looked they've all looked pretty good so um, I guess the big wicket now is Hilton Cartwright who's on 40 odd now and has looked relatively um, untroubled so um, hopefully they can see the back of him and get into the bowlers and um, like I said bowl them out sometime today and get in there and have a bat I see Harry Nilsson's taken uh, three catches behind the stump. So how do you rate him as a gloveman? Where does he sit in the Australian pecking order? I asked this to Jason Gillespie last week. Oh, I'm no wicket-keeping judge, but um, he's certainly been tidy today. Like I said, three catches um, and relatively unnoticed, which um, if you go unnoticed as a wicket-keeper, it generally means you've done a pretty good job. Um, Where he sits... um, Oh, who knows? I think obviously, obviously, Kez is up there in the test side, and he's found himself mm. out of favour in the one-day side for whatever reason that is. And English yeah. seems to be next in line. Um, I think keeping-wise, 
it's probably he's probably right up there. Um, but I reckon Jimmy Pearson's probably his batting output over the last season or so has probably been um, a touch better than Harry's. But um, he he batted beautifully. So he didn't get the runs he would have liked, but he batted beautifully for a couple of starts on a tough wicket last week. So hopefully he can turn that into a big score today and um, I guess um, put his name right up there. Yeah, that's basically what Dizzy said as well. Now, uh, someone that didn't go unnoticed last night against your old mob, the Netherlands, was Glenn Maxwell. Uh, with all the cricket that, that you've seen, <laughs> yeah, the people yeah. you've played against, yeah. um, Who's the most entertaining batsman you've seen or played against? Um, oh, he's certainly up there, isn't he? I, I remember the first time I ever played him was in a second eleven game down at Park 25. And he'd come mm. out playing all sorts of reverse sweeps for six and all sorts of things in a four-day game. And I was like, who is this young kid? Um, <laughs> and last night, gee, it was spectacular, wasn't it? He sort of... I had a laugh when I heard his interview after the game, how he said he sort of took it easy for the first part of his inning until he was 50 or 60. And that was only about 25 balls. Um, and then, yeah, he, um, well, I guess, I wouldn't say they were in trouble, but the middle order didn't fire again until they got him out of mm. um, that trouble. And what well, they put on 130 odd in the last 10 overs, which really killed the game. And um, I guess it shows why he's on the big bucks everywhere around the world. Yeah, we see plenty of reverse sweeps. We don't see too many reverse hooks. I wouldn't imagine that's easy to do. Hey, tell us about the Netherlands and uh, what's your heritage that had you playing for the Netherlands? Because you played, uh, how many did you play? 20, 26 one day internationals for them. Yeah, played a few. So my mum, uh, my mum is Dutch and that's basically how I snuck in and got a little maroon booklet that says I'm Dutch also. Um, so a little bit, a little bit lucky, I guess. Um, and to be honest, when I got that password, I didn't even know that uh, the Dutch played cricket. So um, <laughs> it's been um, been very fortunate. Been able to play in a, a few World Cups. Unfortunately, I'm not over there um, at the moment. It's a little bit hard watching them from afar. I wish I was. Um, um, so, but yeah, they so. How big is cricket in the Netherlands? Then did you get to actually get over yeah. there? Yeah, well, I've spent probably seven summers over there, um, living in Amsterdam, which, um, which is a great city. If you're ever in need of a somewhere to visit, I, I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, it's certainly not a not a big sport. Um, soccer and hockey are the two main yeah. main sports that all the kids want to want to play and all their heroes play. Um, I think it's something like only seven thousand cricketers in the Netherlands. Um, which is, is slowly growing. And um, from when I first went over, I think it was 2009, I think. Um, is Tom, is that, way, the cricket. Yeah, Tom, is that mainly based like we see in a lot of the European nations where you get a lot of Indians, Pakistanis, Bangladeshis who have moved to Europe, either one reason or another, and they just want to keep in touch with their game of cricket so they start up their own cricket teams? Yeah, a majority of them are sort of of that um, I guess subcontinent descent. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a few, because I guess all the all the young Dutch kids, I've done a lot of sort of school visits and camps and that, trying to attract kids yeah. to the game. 
but all these all these young kids that have um, good hand-eye coordination, they watch their heroes playing hockey and earning Correct. the big bucks yeah. there. They've got the best club hockey yeah. um, comp in the world. It's sort of hard to um, yep. hard to try and convert them to something that um, isn't really gonna gonna pay their bills. So um, it is an uphill battle. Um, but it's starting to get a lot more airtime with the, the success that the team's had. Um, obviously, um, qualify for the next 2020 World Cup automatically, which is huge for, for Dutch cricket because usually you're going away qualifying and you lose a game and you're out. So it, it is growing slowly, but um, it certainly faces a, an uphill battle um, when you compare it to, to sort of soccer and hockey over there. Yep. Well, Tommy, really appreciate your time today. Live from the Adelaide Oval, Western Australia, currently at 5 for 197. Enjoy the rest of the day, and hopefully the Redbacks can get those five wickets. Good on you, Tommy.